This is Talk of the Town, and I'm Bob Cudmore on Magic 590 plus 100.5. We welcome Tim Welch to the program. Yes, that Tim Welch, who was a popular TV weatherman at WRGB Television, leaving there in 1987 to start another whole career in Saratoga County and elsewhere in public relations and higher education. Uh, Tim has recently produced a documentary on the 200-year history of the town of Wilton in Saratoga County, and we'll talk about that first. One of the main points you make in the documentary is how Wilton led the way, initially even more than Saratoga Springs, in the economic resurgence of Saratoga County in the second half of the 20th century. Can you talk about that? Yeah, Bob, I think it really was marked by the development of the Northway in 63, 64, uh, that's 20, that's 1963, 64. Right. Um, when the Northway moved through, it gave uh, Wilton two Northway exits, and it presented somewhat of a quandary to Saratoga Springs because exit 14, which was the uh, entrance to the racetrack, uh, suddenly became a very favored entrance for people going to the racetrack, but it also became a high-traffic area that a lot of developers who might have wanted to put a shopping mall there found attractive. Mm -hmm. But the city didn't want uh, its grand entrance to be sullied by commercial development. And so Wilton said, bring it here. (laughs) And so exit 15 became the place where the first shopping mall called the Pyramid Mall was built in 1973. And uh, one of the people I interview in the uh, documentary, Charles Wade, who's president of the Adirondack Trust Company, he said, uh, within six months, half of all the stores on Broadway in Saratoga Springs closed as a result of that mall. Wow. And this continued. I mean, the growth of uh, Exit 15 as a, a commercial place or place where people shopped. That's right. And, of course, uh, then the Wilton Mall came and Walmart came. And, and then they also developed Exit 16 as a place for commercial warehouses with Target and Ace. And they've become... Uh, a tremendous economic engine for Saratoga County to the point where because of all the commercial development, the people of the town of Wilton, 17,000 souls, have never had any town taxes. Mm. They have been able to do everything in the town with just sales taxes. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, that uh, mantra you just said, no town tax, I remember back when I used to do a a talk show uh, on a more frequent basis, having the supervisor of Wilton on the show, Roy McDonald. Oh, yes. And that's what he always talked about, that they had no town tax in Wilton. And I note that uh, Roy McDonald's in your uh, documentary. He was really a kind of a key figure in this process. He really was. He was supervisor for 23 years, taking over for Bob Gavin, who died relatively young. Uh, he didn't bring the first mall in that I talked about, but Uh, Roy McDonald did encourage the Wilton Mall to be developed, and he uh, brought in the first Walmart in Saratoga County, which was quite uh, remarkable. And what I didn't put into the uh, documentary is the notion that that Walmart at exit 15 of the Northway uh, brings in as much sales tax, in fact, twice as much sales tax as all of the businesses on Broadway in Saratoga Springs from exit 13 to Skidmore College. Mm. So I don't think people realize how much um, cash is generated by right. a Walmart. And people come from uh, of, you know, great distances to shop at 
uh, a major center like that, which also has groceries. Well, I saw the people in your documentary referring to Exit 15 as a cash machine. Yes. And uh, as a result, uh, Wilton has prospered. And, and of course, um, its more famous neighbor, Saratoga Springs, it's right across the Northway from that, um, has prospered as well because the two of them have this sort of symbiotic relationship where one provides the show at the track and SPAC and all mm-hmm. the other activities and the and the great promenade known as Broadway. And Wilton provides the commercial activity and a lot of jobs and affordable housing. Mm-hmm. And now the current supervisor, the, t- the chief of the town government-wise, is a man named Art Johnson. Yes. And it sounds like from his interview in the documentary that He's really a kind of a government financial guy. His background is as a um, administrative judge for uh, the New York State Department of Tax and Finance. So he's kind of a uh, a tax expert, a quiet guy, but very thorough, very sharp, and very personable. And he was Roy McDonald's successor as supervisor of Wilton. Mm-hmm. And, of course, now we're used to seeing Wilton as it is, Saratoga Springs as it is. Um, but you had one uh, gentleman, I think that was um, Ray O'Connor, who was a development leader, if it wasn't him, someone else. No, it's who, him. He, who was right. showing um, maps of Wilton, let's say, 50, 60 years ago, and it's it's all uh, vacant land. Well, it's remarkable what has happened. Uh, I mean, Saratoga um, County has expanded to somewhere in the neighborhood of there are now 230,000 residents and uh, just— uh, 20 years ago, it was half that. So Saratoga County has doubled its population, and Wilton has had similar growth in that same period of time. Was this uh, documentary film sponsored by the town, paid for by the town? Yes, this is, as you pointed out in the beginning, the 200th anniversary of the creation of the town, which had its first organizational meeting in 1818 on April 20th. And so all this year, the town is funding a series of bicentennial events and the documentary that I produced was funded under a uh, a fund created for bicentennial expenditures. Now, we've been focusing on the more recent history of the town of Wilton, but the history goes way back. There was even a, a battle in the wintertime in Wilton in 1693. Yes, King William's War, it was called, and I didn't know a thing about that except for something that was related to it, which was the burning of the stockade in Schenectady uh, by the Indians at about that time in the uh, uh, mid-1600s. And this was in 1693, and that's the first recorded mention of Wilton. It wasn't even a town then, of course, but Wilton um, back then when um, the British, well, the English and the... uh, and the Dutch gathered together with some Indian tribes and drove the French and their Indian allies mm-hmm. um, out of that part of Saratoga County. And maybe kind of bringing it up to the present day, it turns out that what is Wilton was an important crossroads of, of Indian trails. That's right. In many ways, the routes that we have now of Route 50 and Route 9 and I-87 follow the paths of ancient Indian trails that have been there for hundreds of years uh, before any white man came to the area. And uh, it's also an important uh, waterway 
uh, when you consider that the Hudson River is not far away, and that was the focus of um, the British trying to divide uh, New York State and the colonies to win the Revolutionary War, which, by the way, they did not. <laughs> no, they did not. Uh, and what became Wilton was first called Palmertown. Yes, Palmertown yeah. is the geographical feature. It's kind of a volcanic or um, geographic uh, escarpment. Uh, on the top of it is Mount McGregor, where Grant Cottage is. But that's the Palmerton Range. And originally, I don't know who Palmer was, but Palmerton was the original name of that part of Wilton. Mm-hmm. And the town of Wilton as a town was, uh, as if this is the bicentennial year, that uh, was created in 1818, right? Yes. But tell us about uh, Grant Cottage. What, what is that? Well, Grant Cottage is probably the most famous historical structure within the town of Wilton. But more important than that, it's the place where the 18th president came to complete his memoirs in 1885. In the summer of 1885, he was dying of throat cancer, throat and tongue cancer, because he had a a 20-cigar-a-day habit, uh, which began during the Civil War. And when people found out that the the guy who who won the Union, uh, who saved the Union, uh, was smoking cigars, they sent it to him by the barrel. And so he he smoked a lot of cigars, and ultimately he contracted um, throat cancer. And when he realized he was dying of cancer, he um, realized he didn't have any money because he had just uh, been swindled in a Ponzi scheme that in a failed bank. All of his money was gone in 1884. Then he found out he had throat cancer, and he had to do something to um, give some um, legacy to his wife and children. And so he agreed uh, when Mark um, Twain came to him to offer to publish his memoirs, he agreed to it. And um, he began in 1884 to write his memoirs, but he got so sick in the summer of 85 when he was almost at the finish line. He wasn't quite done with a second of two volumes of his memoirs. And um, the Drexel family owned this cottage up at the top of Mount McGregor, which is nine miles north of Saratoga Springs. And they invited him to come up there uh, because it was much cooler. There was a real heat wave in New York City where where Grant was living at the time. And so he completed his memoirs three days before he died of throat cancer. And within the next year, his wife got checks totaling $450,000 in royalties from the sale of that book. And since then, uh, Grant Cottage, uh, at first after he did pass away, it it became something like a shrine to his uh, former soldiers. Absolutely. Remember, this was 20 years after the end of the Civil War, so there were plenty of Union veterans and Confederate veterans. Longstreet went up there um, uh, that came to this place while Grant was there and after he died, uh, camping there to protect it from looters and souvenir hunters. Mm -hmm. And many um, confabs that were held in Saratoga Springs, at least two of them that I'm aware of, in the late 1800s and early 1900s of Civil War veterans always made it a mission uh, to have a pilgrimage to Grant Cottage uh, for those Union veterans. And the cottage itself is in the town of Moreau. Can you explain It's the technically geography? in the town of Moreau, um, and, um, but the road um, is owned by the town of Wilton that gets up there. And Wilton is, and Moreau are virtually... Uh, contiguous right there at that point. But the cottage is technically in the town of Moreau. 
and it still exists and it's still open. Is it what, what, what kind of historic site is it? I note that you're president of, I presume it's a support group. The Friends right. The of- Friends group were created uh, about 30 years ago uh, because on the 100th anniversary of Grant's death there, the state was going to close it because they had financial troubles. It was always a state. It never was it's a, a federal. It's a state historic site. Yeah, um, it had some federal connection early on, but uh, the federal government never formally took it over. The state took it over uh, in 1890 uh, and opened it up um, with uh, some live-in caretakers. When the caretakers died in the uh, last caretaker died in the early uh, 1980s, basically the state decided to close it because it didn't want to put any state employees there to manage it. That's when the Friends Group was formed. I wasn't involved then. I've only been involved for the last 10 years. But we basically keep it open by charging people six bucks a pop to go through it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we give them a guided tour and we tell them of the uh, story of this great captain of uh, America who um, completed his memoirs and his wife got the equivalent of $11 million in today's money within a year after publishing. Now, uh, tell us about this uh, big festival that's being held, I, I gathered, near Grant Cottage or in connection with... Within sight of the cottage uh, on Ballard Road, which is exit 16 of the Northway, at the old uh, Wilton Developmental Center, which is now the uh, D.A. Collins Construction Company, we're going to have 100 reenactors, uh, both cavalry, infantry, and uh, artillery. We're going to react some Civil War battles uh, on this land, and we will also have a tribute in connection with this to the 85 or so Wilton residents who served in the Civil War, who largely served with the 77th uh, Volunteer Regiment in Saratoga Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had they fought for a couple of years in many Civil War battles, uh, including Gettysburg. So they had quite a, an interesting record uh, during the war. And we will uh, remember that as part of the bicentennial. So this is another official bicentennial event on the 11th, 11th and 12th of August uh, in Saratoga uh, County. Okay, so that's August 11th and 12th, the Civil War weekend held adjacent to uh, Grant Cottage. Um, and what's adjacent to Grant Cottage, I think, to me, is a little interesting. I mean, there was a prison there, and there, yes. were other, there was another facility there, right? Well, the prison, before it became a prison, it was a tuberculosis sanitarium built by the uh, uh, insurance company. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now. But um, then it became a prison, a medium security prison in 1976 because of the Rockefeller drug laws. They needed more beds. And so they took this old sanitarium, turned it into a medium prison, uh, and um, Grant Cottage was right outside the barbed wire. Um, and so people had to go through a guard shack in order to be able to get into the cottage, and it was kind of intimidating. The kind of held down the tourism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah, don't right. like uh, armed guards and right. uh, people asking them for their ID, and and the guards would count the number of people in the car to make sure that the same number came came, came out. Down. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so the prison was closed four years ago this summer, and uh, and ever since then um, we've been doing steadily better every year with the number of tourists that come through Grant Cottage. Ah. Uh, but it's and then, uh, you is it supported completely by the friends or by your fundraising, or does it get some state well, money? Well, the state actually owns the facility and they maintain it. However, we 
uh, actually um, have um, uh, various bills that we are involved in, like the phone bill, and we keep it clean, and we uh, have another facility where we have a little museum telling of the story of Grant. And so we have some electrical bills and other Mm-hmm. And the bills for the porta potties and stuff like that. So, um, we we basically operate on a shoestring, but uh, we have been raising money through not for profit foundations and uh, people who are real passionate about history and the mm-hmm. Civil War have given uh, a fair amount of money to Grant Cottage. So mm-hmm. we're uh, we're in pretty good shape. Well, I have seen. I've not honestly been to the cottage, but I have seen. Uh, representatives of the cottage. I, I guess I maybe I thought there were like rangers, you know, like uh, Park Service rangers, but apparently not. We're the but, only state historic site without any state employees. Yeah, right. Well, a- anyway, the, but the people I've seen are often dressed in costume or in reenactment gear as General Grant or uh, as as someone else uh, who's an historic person. Well, that's one of the m- amazing parts about this is we have a cadre of about two dozen passionate um, um historians who, uh, living historians, I like to call them, who reenact various elements of Grant, Grant's life, uh, his life at the cottage, his life before the cottage, uh, various uh, uh, 19th century fashions. Um, uh, We've had uh, military historians talking about uh, the impact of the war. Um, You name it, we have, in fact, Ron Chernow, who wrote uh, the most recent famous Grant book, mm-hmm. who also wrote, wrote the, Hamilton, right. on which the famous Broadway play is based. He came up to Grant Cottage three years ago while researching the book, Did and he? he left his notebook behind. Really? <laughs> and we got it back to him at his hotel in Saratoga Springs, and he was so thankful wow, that, he, that uh, he mentioned us uh, very nicely on C-SPAN uh, when he was promoting the book last um, fall. And someone saw it and sent us $25,000 on the last day of last year. Really? Confession time. I've started the uh, Chernow book on Grant, but I haven't finished it. It's a big book. It's a big book. It's a, it's a real uh, doorstopper. Yeah. Well, and, and but, I mean, Grant was so important in history, and we've got this facility right in our uh, area. That I don't was think so, people yeah. realize, Bob, how famous this guy was. He was arguably the most famous person in the world between 1870 and uh, 1885. Hmm. Tim Welch has been our guest, president of the Friends of uh, Grant Cottage in their big weekend, uh, Civil War weekend, August 11th and 12th. He's also a producer of a one-hour documentary on the history of the town of Wilton. I believe you can find it on YouTube. Yes. And also at the Wilton Town it's Hall. It's also for sale on DVD at the Wilton Town Hall. And this interview will soon be a podcast on bobcudmore.com and albanymagic.com. Next week's guest on Talk of the Town will be Chris Churchill, news columnist for the Albany Times Union. For Magic 590 and 100.5, I'm Bob Cudmore.